Hey everybody, and welcome back to the You Are Not an Artist podcast. Uh, sorry if there's some background noise here. I am driving. I tend to get my best ideas for the podcast whenever I'm driving, just because I have so much time just sitting here. Um, and I've been doing this drive now for a little bit over two years. I've been going back and forth um, from San Angelo to Houston, which if you're not familiar with Texas, is about a six-hour drive one way. So about 12 hours every other weekend. I've been doing that for about 12 years, or 12 years, two years. Oh, God. Almost not 12 years. Jesus Christ. Uh, well, you know, I, if you don't know by now, I announced about a week or two ago uh, that I was going to be shutting down my art business on my Facebook, on my socials, my newsletter, all that stuff. Um, and uh, I hadn't updated the podcast yet because I've been just so busy just trying to go through the motions of shutting down the business and answering everybody's requests and, you know, wanting to purchase last-minute stuff. And it was just, you know, the timing of it was just kind of crazy because it's the holidays and, you know, and, and it's just that that time, this time of year is always busy for me, but now that I'm shutting down the business and, you know, I'm, I'm not keeping any inventory, um, everybody's just going crazy. So I wanted to do the podcast because I hadn't had a chance to do it. Um, so the podcast, this podcast, I wanted to talk about why I am shutting down the art business. And it's not for the reason that you think. I think a lot of people still think, even though I've explained it on video on, on my socials, a lot of people think that I'm doing it because I'm quitting, that I'm just, like, giving up on art. And obviously those people didn't watch my video or, or like, read anything that I posted up. Um, it's not because I'm quitting. It's not that I've given up on my art. That's actually the exact opposite of that reason. Um, it's, it's because I want to do better. And, you know, I've been, you know, I, I find a lot of inspiration in, you know, books and, you know, interviews and podcasts and stuff like that. And, you know, I've, I've been finding a lot of affirmations lately about, you know, um, stories where people have faced the end of something only to find that there was a, a beginning right after that. And, you know, that really made me feel great because for a long time, Anytime that I ended something in my life, I always found that there was a great new beginning, something I could never have imagined. And a lot of those times, I think, came out of necessity. Um, sometimes they weren't my choice. Um, other times they were. And so, but in either way, they worked out. It's just that when it's not your choice, you tend to resist it more, right? Like, it tends to be a harder change to let go. Um, but when it's your idea and you want to change and you want to let go, oh, my God, it's like freedom. It is literally the feeling of freedom. Um, and because you are letting go of the thing that's been holding you and, you know, and keeping you. And, you know, sometimes the thing is you. Sometimes it's you that's holding you. And other times it's not. But in either case, you have to let go if you know it's time to do that. And so that's why I've decided to let go of the art business that I've been running for the past 10 years. And I say that with exactly how it sounds, letting go of this art business. Because this art business, I started when I didn't even know anything about art. I didn't know how to run an art business. I didn't know 
um, anything, really. I mean, I was just creating and hoping things were going to sell every month. I was just hoping things were going to go right. And, you know, through that whole time period, I was learning, and I got a degree, and I became a business advisor, and I never had the chance to reset and do it the way I wanted to do it, to do it the way I knew I could do it. And from on the other side of that is, like, the art itself. When I first started, I wasn't an artist. I had just barely learned, and I was surprised that any art was selling that I was making, and, uh, and I got better. I got better in a decade of painting and creating, I got better. It's just that because I started with the mentality of not knowing anything, I never gave myself the permission to really upgrade, you know, myself in a sense to where I could hone in on my skills. I just was just chasing any sort of idea that I had and wasn't really focused. So, you know, that's why... I've gotten to this point now where I feel like I've matured as as an artist, as an individual, um, as a business owner, and I'm operating a business. If this gives you a good analogy, I feel like I'm working with Play-Doh. I feel like I've been working with Play-Doh, and I really need to work with clay. You get what I'm saying? It's, It's the difference in intention and materials and all those things together that make you feel better about what you're doing. The energy for me doesn't feel good. And when stuff like that isn't working out and you just seem to be plugging away and and it's just like an icky feeling, I don't know how else to describe it. You guys know. I mean, you do something long enough and you either get bored of it or it still excites you. It's one or the other. It's never in between. Um, And I got bored of the way that I was running the art business, the way I was creating. And it just felt like it's not, I wasn't being fair to myself. I wasn't, I wasn't doing it the way I wanted to do it, you know. And so that's why I've decided to shut down the art business. And, uh, and I'll be shutting it down. See, the last day is December 12th. Um, and I tell everybody December 11th because if they want to get their orders in, it's better to do it the day before it closes down. Uh, because they won't know what time I'm going to be closing it down on the 12th. It's actually because the renewal of the website timed it perfectly. I didn't, you know, after I decided I didn't want to do it, I was like, okay, well, let me let me check on the website. When do I have to renew it? And it was on the 12th. And I was like, oh, perfect. So I can literally just not pay it <laughs> and just let it lapse on the 12th of December. And so that's why that date is the way it is. And, uh, and so now that I've been going through the motions, I've been just kind of tidying up stuff, you know, going through my inventory, deciding what I wanted to keep, what I wanted to archive permanently. So there is... You know, my website, if you go to it now, I stripped it down just to, to the shop and the blog and the contact contact page. That's it. And uh, I did it that way just because I wanted to oversimplify the process for anybody that wanted to go in there and see what else I had left. You know, I didn't want to make it look too convoluted, you know, especially since it's, I'm wrapping it up. So uh, that's the way I have the website. And I've just been going through it. So if you look at it, all the collections that I have on there, I've been going through and just deciding which one of those I want to continue to develop and sell as prints and which ones I just want to archive and never sell ever again. And there's quite a few. I would say 80% of what I have on the website I'm never going to sell as prints ever again. I'll archive them, um, you know, for posterity, just so, you know, I have a starting point to reference. But, um, you know, 
than that, I'm not going to sell them. I just want a clean slate. You get what I'm saying? Here's the here's the point that I'm trying to make with that. Is if I have a painting that I created back in 2012 on the website, available as a print, and it's in like the genre of like let's say you know Chicano art, I don't want it sitting next to a painting that I've done in oils, like now, and then the comparison is just for me it doesn't make sense. It just feels doesn't feel right, and so that's why. And so. So that's what's going on with with what I'm going on now is I'm just archiving, going through which ones do I want to, and then I'm also taking care of orders that are being placed, and um, and I'm reflecting a lot on the last ten years. There's so much that's that's really happened in my life in the decade. It's amazing that ten years has gone by so quick, um, and I've learned so much. Um, but I figured, you know, if I'm going to do this, I got to have some really good reasons solid reasons in my mind, and I named one of them, which was, you know, I'm not comfortable putting out the kind of stuff that I'm putting out now. The second reason is that I'm so much better than what I was. I'm, you know, even, you know, two months ago, I'm better. I'm better than I I am currently showing online with my art. You know, I think the last art post I put up was actually some of my best work, but before that, it was just very much my, like, going through the motions, if you get what I'm saying, and so, you know, I want, I'm, I'm ready to show what I'm capable of doing on all facets, on all fronts, and everything that I do, um, including how I, how I present myself, and who I am now, it's just not consistent with who I was, and I don't like the idea that there are people and experiences tied to who I was that are still part of the business, and I don't like that. I want to move on. I want to move on, and that's such a healthy thing, healthy feeling for me to think about. And the third reason is because, and I'll be just quite frank with all of you, I've been teaching this, and this ties back to the podcast, I've been teaching artists, consulting artists, advising artists on how to run an art business, which I know how to do on paper. <laughs> I've been trained on it. I've, I've, I've researched everything. I've tried all and failed it all and learned how to, you know, optimize it. Like, I've learned everything. I just haven't put it all together. And I'm like, you know, when I first started, there was a lot of people that I trusted that knew what they were doing. And the farther I got into it, the more I realized they had no idea what the fuck they were doing. And I was like, I want, I wish there was somebody that would just walk me through from beginning to end and just document all that shit that knew what they were doing. But I've yet to find anybody online that's teaching business, specifically in art, that has, um, you know, amassed a successful, um, you know, following and and has a successful business that was willing to start from zero again. I really haven't found anybody like that in the art world, at least. I'm sure there are in in, in the other industries in the business world, but in the art world, I haven't found that. And the reason why that was important to me was because it's easy to tell somebody what to do. It's harder to show them how to do it, meaning 
within the context of starting from zero. And I thought, well, here's an opportunity. I feel like I need to start from zero. And when I mean zero, I mean like no website. I mean uh, no social media within, within reason. I mean, look, my Facebook, I got like 3,300 followers or fans, whatever you want to call them. Instagram is like 7,000, I think. And then TikTok is like 61,000. And I'm like, I, I don't want those anymore. And I have no problem letting them go. And I'm going to, by the way, um, on December 12th. I am going to completely deactivate those and never come back to them ever again. Um, because I know I can do it. I know I can start over. I know I can get back to that number and bigger, to be honest with you. I can do bigger numbers than that. I know I can. I have no no doubt in my mind that I can do it. I will. But I'm like, you know, if I'm going to be starting over from zero, why don't I document and actually teach the people that I'm wanting to teach how to do this? The people that are technically at zero also, but don't have the experience that I have. I'm like, how valuable would that be if I could give them something like that, something I wish I had? And I don't know of anybody right now that is doing that. Because let's be let's be real, there's a lot of us that are hanging on to the things that we've created and built. And because we're bored of them or they're not making us happy anymore, we cling to them because we think that's what makes us us. Or that it defines us in some way. Or that people see us a certain way because of how many followers we have. It's all bullshit. It's complete bullshit. And the people that continue to do that, do it with the energy of, eh. And then that's the energy that we feel from that. And we just, it's yucky. (laughs) For lack of a better, proper word, it's yucky. And, um... You know, so I just want to take this as an opportunity where, well, you know what? I'm going to show people that are interested and wanting to know how to do this, how to do it. And so that's the reason why I'm going to keep my podcast because, I'm, you know, to be honest with you, I'm just like, if I started over on my podcast, I'd actually be starting over from zero because I don't think I have that many listeners on here. I don't even check, to be honest with you, um, and which is fine. Uh, so I thought, you know, why not just keep the podcast, keep the newsletter, um, and the reason I'm keeping the newsletter, which is so important, is for any artist, is that if you don't have the emails of your collectors, at the very least, in order to contact them and send them updates about what you're doing off social media, you are risking everything you've worked on and for. Because uh, how are you supposed to build a community? If you're not able to stay in touch with them, you know, directly, how can you, how are you supposed to do, what if Facebook goes away? People talk about this all the time. What if Instagram, what if they all go away? Or what if they change something and you just can't do it? Or what if, what if your account gets deactivated or hacked? What do you do if that's where you're relying um, to keep in touch with all of your followers or fans or collectors? It's, it's nonsense. You shouldn't do that. So that's the reason why I have my newsletter, because I have almost everybody that I've uh, sold to on my on my email newsletter. Um, and so uh, just that and my YouTube, because my YouTube has got, like, <laughs> just very low, very, very low numbers in terms of subscribers. So 
I'm like, okay, well, I'll keep those. And, um, you know, and but the main ones, the main ones with the, the big following, the most, the most history. Um, and, and where I've displayed most of my work over the last 10 years, I'm getting rid of. Um, because it's necessary to do that. So I'm going to be using just this. Um, and the newsletter. So if you want to subscribe to the newsletter, um, it's currently on my, uh, it's on a link on my Instagram um, that goes to my website. If you just go to the latest blog post, um, you'll find uh, the link to uh, my newsletter, my landing page there, and then you guys can stay in touch. Or you can just continue listening here. I'm going to keep this going, obviously. So um, I just want, that's, I just want to take the opportunity to make that announcement. Um, that's obviously a week from now. I think it's almost. What, what's today, the 5th? That's, uh, yeah, that's like seven days from now. So one, one, exactly one week. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about this. I am, I am ready. I feel like I've been holding off for too long, and I'm, I'm ready to release it. Uh, just release that, that the past, uh, because it's just... <laughs> It feels like when you're holding in a shit and you, you're just like, I gotta go. Like, I know it'll feel great when I just release this. And that's what exactly what it's going to feel like. It's just like this release of pressure. <laughs> feels just like this release of pressure. Uh, and so I'm so excited to be, like, taking this, like, spiritual bump uh, and just letting go completely and starting over from zero. And let me tell you... Um, the reaction that I'm getting from most people is very supportive. Other people are just kind of like, I'm sorry to see you go. And I'm like, are you? <laughs> like, do you, do you, are you? Or do you, are you just assuming that I'm never coming back? In either case, it's fine because, you know, I, the other, I think the big benefit from this, and we'll, we'll tie it all together here based on the, the podcast interviews that I listen to, is that, you know, when you create something with a certain kind of energy, and if I, if I get a little, like, you know, mystical on you here, just hang on, okay, because it's not coming from a place of, like, wackadoo, you know, like, mystical stuff. It's, it's real stuff that I'm talking about. It's really important because I've, I've tested it before, and it's, it's definitely something I believe in 100%. When you do something with a certain kind of energy... And, and as you do that, like at the very beginning of this, I did it with this, like, very profound sense of wonder, of wonder in art, that I was just completely amazed and stupefied that I could paint something on a piece of cloth and people would pay hundreds of dollars for it. That kind of energy at the beginning made me want to create a lot. But that's not the kind of energy that I have anymore because I can still make that and I still sell for hundreds of dollars. But the stuff that I'm making is very much the same vein of how I made it when I first started. And I don't care for that. So the energy for me has changed. It's not aligning with what I'm excited about, with what makes me me now, who I am now. That is not my energy. And that's very important because 
whenever you get to a point where the energy starts to shift and you can feel something tugging, it's like a gut feeling. It's like the fire in your belly is not as big as it once was. It's time for you to reassess what's happening there. And when I reassessed, I realized that I had ended this phase of this experience. And that's how this everything happens. Everything in our lives is in phases. You can measure it however you want. You know, we you can do it, you know, quarterly, uh, every month and a half, every year, every 10 years. We have to reassess these phases in our lives, whether they're micro or macro, and figure out if this is still something that gets me excited about doing what I'm doing. If not, it's time for a change. Same thing with your career. It's no different. If your career is not as exciting as it once was, then uh, what are you doing? And why are you doing it? And are you, do you really need to do it that way? If you're making $110,000 a year at a job you hate, would you be willing to do a job you love for 80000 and live more conservatively? It's those types of changes that are really important because I really want to be excited about the things I'm doing. And I'd say for the last three years, I have not been excited about the things that I've been doing. And so that's why it's time for me to change. And every interview that I've referenced for this change has always gave, or podcast or YouTube, has always gave me a great example of whenever things change or end, have to let go. There's no way for you to accept whatever is coming in your life that you want unless you're willing to let go of the thing that you had. Does that make sense? If you can't, you can't have both because they're 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 polar opposites, meaning they are pushing each other away. So you can't have both. You got to be willing to let go. Sometimes that letting go is difficult. It's hard for people because we're attached to something insecurely. And once you figure that out, figure that out, you can let go of it because you realize you're you're attached to it for the wrong reasons. And uh, and then that's how you can come to realize it's time to move on and do something else. So I want to reference the podcast episode. Uh, Smartless with. Um, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, uh, Sean Hayes. And uh, they were interviewing uh, Dave Grohl uh, from Foo Fighters, ex-drummer of Nirvana. And he was talking about his experience after Nirvana, meaning after Kirk Cobain died. And he, was, he wasn't doing music anymore because he just he felt like the magic was gone, the experience was gone, which it was. Not the magic, but the experience was. And um, he found himself in Scotland just kind of wandering. And he found this hitchhiker in the middle of nowhere wearing a Kurt Cobain t-shirt. And he describes in that moment he realized that he needed to continue with music. He just needed to do it with the same fever and excitement that he had before. And so that's whenever he produced his 
own album, Foo Fighters, the first one in 1995, all by himself, played all the instruments, all of it. And um, and that was the birth of the Foo Fighters, which is now, what, 26 years old? 25 years old? No, 26. And they're still going strong. And they're one of the you know biggest bands in the world. And that, for me, was such a huge validation that, you know, sometimes things end without, you know, with, you know, outside of our control. It's not something that we chose. And we have to go through the motions of letting go. It's difficult, especially in that situation where, like, his friend, somebody that was really close to him that passed away, and there was nothing he could do about it. It wasn't his choice. And he had to let go. But when he let go, and he made, he produced this album, by the way, just so that he could make something that he was excited about again. And because he came with it with that energy, he uh, he put it on tape, and, like, people just loved it. And he was just giving it those, like, you know, artist friends, producers, that type of stuff, and people just fucking loved it. And that was the birth of the Foo Fighters, was because it, it, was, it came out of a um, necessity for him to move on with his life. But it was really important that he went in it with the energy that he had of, like, okay, i got to get back to music. i got to get back to doing what I love, the way I love doing it. And, um, and you know, for lack of a better word, he came at it with a sense of style that was his own. And, you know, um, that's what people gravitate towards. What we call style, what we refer to as style, is actually individuality. It's our sense of self and excitement and our energy and the things that we do. It's just that when we don't have that energy and excitement, we lack style. We lack individuality. And so now that I'm at this point in my career where I feel like I lack that individuality again, um, I need to find it. I know where it is. I just have to let go of this last 10 years so that I can fall back in love with what I love to do in the way I want to do it now, not the way I did it 10 years ago. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's gone. I, that was a wonderful time, great memories, created some amazing art that I've learned so much from that's pushed me beyond where I could ever have imagined going. And during that time period, I went through a lot of, you know, changes in my personal life and as an individual, and I'm just at a better place now. So you can see, still the energies are completely different, and they don't align anymore. So I know for a fact that after I shut this down and get a chance to relaunch the way I want to do it, I'm going to come with such a fever for what I do that... I'm going to be really excited for you guys to see how it looks. But during that time, I'm going to be walking you through what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. And I'm going to be really excited to share that because I think it's it's something I that I think that other artists would feel supported by having. So that's the end of this podcast. It was a great podcast because I really needed to talk to everybody about that, whoever's listening. Um, and um, and so if you guys want to catch me, if you're in San Angelo, for the very last time in person with my artwork, I'm going to be, um, and by the way, this just lined up perfectly. Months ago, before I even decided this, I had committed to doing a, uh, uh, a open event, um, the uh, Paper Shally Market Days here in San Angelo downtown. I'd committed to doing it on the 11th. 
then the website shuts down on the 12th uh, because it lapses, the subscription lapses. Can you see how all that aligns lines up? I mean, that's too big of a coincidence for it to not mean something. So very last time I'll be up uh, where you can find my physical art from the last 10 years for, a porch, for purchase, prints or originals, is going to be on the 11th of December from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Paintbrush Market Days here in San Angelo. Um, Paintbrush Alley is an actual place. It's behind the Texas Theater on Tuhig Avenue downtown. And uh, that's where you'll find you'll find me. And um, and come out, you know. Uh, I'd love to see everybody. I'm probably going to do a giveaway because I'd love to do one big, big last giveaway for folks that are interested um, in collecting a piece or acquiring a piece. And I'll have tons of new stuff that I've been working on that I just want to get rid of and be ready to move on to my next phase and uh, and just get to say thank you to everybody for being so supportive these last 10 years. It's been amazing. So that's the end of the podcast. Hope to see you guys there. Stay tuned for some more episodes as I continue to transition out of this uh, this phase that I've been in for the last decade and move on to the next one.